0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Good morning, I'm Tebby Cruz. It's Tuesday, July 18th. The San Diego City Council is voting today on postponing its review of how it uses surveillance technology. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. We won't be escaping the heat anytime soon, so brace yourself for another hot week. Temperatures will be in the high 80s, creeping into the 90s, and an excessive heat warning has been extended in the county's desert areas until 8 p.m. on Saturday. If you need a place to cool down, there's a list of cool zones on the county's website. The San Clemente City Council today will be discussing a permanent solution to stop landslides over the train tracks in the city. Right now, there is a temporary wall in place, so the Amtrak Pacific Surfliner and Metrolink Passenger Service between Orange County and San Diego is running again. Metrolink and the Orange County Transit Authority built the temporary barrier wall protecting the tracks from debris. Chris Duncan is San Clemente's mayor. Credit
0: to OCTA for really getting after it, getting the, the, the crew out here that uh, put these beams in and got the wall built. This is the retaining wall at the bottom of the hill, right? It should keep, I mean, you've got a lot of lot of dirt and, and uh, material still up the hill, but it should keep that, I would think,
1: off the tracks. Train travel had been stopped since early last month. More voting options are now available for the District 4 special primary election. If you're a registered voter living in District 4, starting today you can drop off your ballot at any of the 29 official ballot drop boxes around the district. You can find the one closest to you on the Registrar Voters website. The August 15 election is to fill Nathan Fletcher's vacant seat on the county's Board of Supervisors. If no candidate receives a majority of the vote during the primary, a special general election will be held in November. From KPBS, You're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi,
0: I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right.
1: San Diego leaders are reconsidering a key transparency pledge regarding how the city uses surveillance technology. Reporter Scott Rod says the City Council will vote on the issue today. An ordinance passed last year
0: set a one year deadline for the city to identify existing surveillance technologies, solicit community input, and ultimately get city council approval for their continued use. The city has identified hundreds of technologies. They include remote operated drones, DNA databases, and equipment that can access personal devices. But none have gone before the city council for approval. Now Mayor Todd Gloria and Council President Sean Eli Rivera are proposing a three year extension of that review deadline. That's gotten the attention of community advocates.
2: We want to make sure that we have transparency.
0: Homaira Yusefi is executive director of the Partnership for the Advancements of New Americans. The organization is a member of the Trust SD Coalition, a privacy and surveillance advocacy group. Gloria originally proposed eliminating the review deadline altogether. The coalition criticized the plan and instead proposed a three-year extension. Late Friday, Gloria and Ila Rivera put forward a new proposal that adopted the coalition's suggestion.
2: I think three years is more than enough time to be able to go through all of these technologies.
0: City spokesperson Nicole Darling said in an email that extending the deadline is required to avoid hindering city operations. Scott Rodd, KPBS News.
1: More SDG&E natural gas customers are getting money back thanks to a utility review. That happened after KPBS raised questions about a Fallbrook customer's oversized bill. Environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. Jack Babbitt's grandson reached out to KPBS
0: after Babbitt got a $1,300 natural gas bill. There were several months of low estimates before a media reading in January caught up problem was January had the highest gas prices ever. SDG&E recalculated the winter bills and Babbitt got a $350 rebate. It turns out about 100 other SDG&E customers were affected by the same issue. Most will get small refunds. SDG&E's Anthony Wagner says 10 to 20 had situations very much like Babbitt. Those customers will also receive uh, a similar credit to Mr. Babbitt uh, about uh, $350 or so. SDG&E is also tweaking its computer algorithms to be better at estimating bills. Eric Anderson, KPBS News.
1: Coming up, our KPBS arts reporter has the 411 on Comic-Con. We'll have that story and more just after the break.
0: KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu. San Diego Pride
1: 2023 is now just a memory. Reporter John Carroll talked to the head of the Pride organization about how things went this year.
2: It was the smoothest, best-running Pride parade festival rally that I've been through in my uh, 13 years.
1: San Diego Pride Executive Director Fernando Lopez is all smiles on the Monday following Pride. He says it appears the event attracted the 300,000 people that were projected, maybe even more. Given the rise of violence against the LGBTQ plus community nationwide and anti LGBTQ plus legislation being introduced in a number of states, there were concerns about this year's event, but Lopez says in that regard, things were actually better this year than in the past.
2: There was a dramatic reduction in the number of aggressive emails that we received or communication. So I probably felt the safest I ever did going into this year's event.
1: Lopez says planning for Pride 2024 has been underway for months. John Carroll, KPBS News. And now on to another big event for our area, Comic-Con. Arts reporter Beth Alcamando has been going to the convention for almost 50 years and has learned how to navigate it. Taking her cue from pop culture, she offers this geeky list of the top 10 survival tips to make the most of your con. Number one.
2: Badges. You need a badge for Comic-Con, so keep it with you at all times. Remember to always both tap in and out at the convention center, or you may not be able to re-enter. If you have any problems, go to the RFID badge help desk. And badge sharing is not allowed. Two, check out the official website. This
1: is the way. This is the way.
2: Comic-Con puts a lot of work into its website and packs it with information. You can explore the exhibit floor, check out who will be in Artist Alley, and scope out all the programming. And important for this year, there's a list of canceled panels reflecting the impact of the writers' and actors' strikes. I have spoken. Three, transportation. Transportation.
1: Bridge transporter operational, but this jury rigging won't last for long. He's got to come off
2: now. Getting back and forth from the con can be a challenge. Parking is expensive and hard to find, so consider using the trolley or the Comic-Con shuttles that are free with your badge. And learn the lay of the land so you don't waste time getting lost. And without a transporter, comfortable shoes are a must. Four, pack a survival kit.
1: Survival kit contents check.
2: Water, snacks, caffeine, chocolate. Battery chargers, jacket, check. Deodorant, if you want to be considerate of others. Pretend you're heading out on a mission and don't know how long you'll be gone. Five, make a plan.
0: There's one more thing we need to complete the plan.
2: That guy's eye. No, you don't actually need that guy's eye. But... You will benefit from some kind of plan, whether it's a highly detailed strategy or just a casual idea to hit the exhibit floor. But decide how you want to tackle the con and what's important to you, and figure out the geography. You cannot go from the Bayfront Hilton to Hall A in five minutes. Understand that it's not just a question of distance, but what stands between you and your destination. Six, be flexible. Dr. Depton and improve. Heed Monty Python's advice and be ready to pivot. If you get shut out of a panel, don't let that ruin your day. Instead, walk into a random panel, and maybe you'll discover something new. Or check out the Comic-Con International Independent Film Festival and chill out watching a pop culture-inspired film. Seven, lines do not have to be a bad thing.
1: Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.
2: Attendees form lifelong friendships with people they meet in line. So if you're stuck waiting for something, chat with the geeky fan standing next to you because a beautiful friendship might lie ahead. Eight, express yourself. Cool
0: Spidey outfit.
2: Thanks. Wear a costume or just a t-shirt showing your fandom. Comic-Con is the best place to celebrate what you love and to find others who share your passion. Nine, step out of your comfort zone. Mr.
0: Robo, where are you? To. I'm going on an adventure!
2: Explore. Seek out something new. If you don't know what an inker or a letterer does, then go to a panel about them. And ten, support an independent artist or publisher. Hi, I'm Leela Lee. I'm the cartoonist of Angry Little Girls, which is a weekly comic strip. Hey guys, I'm Lenny Romero. I am an independent artist that travels the country selling art at different shows. Consider hitting the floor for a day or even an hour and spend some time and money in Artist Alley or Small Press. There are treasures out there waiting to be discovered, and you can feel great knowing you're supporting independent creators. And finally...
0: Rule number 32. Enjoy the little things.
2: That's right. Just remember to have fun, no matter how many zombies might be chasing you. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. For more of
1: KPBS's Comic-Con coverage, go to kpbs.org comic con. That's it for the podcast today. Join us again tomorrow for more of the day's top local stories. Plus, we'll hear from a group of geeky lawyers who use pop culture to teach law. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Tuesday.